0: So then I go through – so um, then I start RASP. I can't even remember when I started RASP. but, um, but So
1: RASP is the was, entry program for, for like a, Ranger for a better re- word? For Ranger Regiment, yes. To get and into this the is we'll regiment. Into, yes. And this is, this is not- where we'll get into
0: the separate Ranger school and okay. RASP, yeah. Okay. So you can be in Ranger Regiment, and there are an astounding amount of people, not just in the military, in the Army, that don't quite understand this. You know, it's not astounding. You're not in the unit, whatever. But you you can be in Ranger Regiment and you don't have to have a tap, right? You don't. Um, they have a lot of privates and specialists, turds. You always need turds to do the turd work, so they they have those. And sometimes they'll send people who are exceptional straight to Ranger School. But the only time they do that is if they've been in the army for a time and then they join the regiment. Like they're never going to send a brand a new private never. right out of basic. Training. I don't care how much they trust you. They're <clears> just not. <throat> nice. Especially after rasp. Um, right. Yeah, so, so that is a clear distinction. And really quickly, too, I read this article before I get into it. I read this. Uh, it's is stupid, yo. But I read this article. Um, there was some uh, controversy. Can't remember who it was. they were running for office this year. Oh, the you Ranger. saw yeah, it? Yeah, I did. You I did. Uh, who I cracked that? me up. Yeah, Google it. I'm gonna Google it, yeah. Google it, Jamie. Anyways, um, no, but yeah, like. Was it a
1: congressman? It
0: was. I I don't I don't remember. But anyways, the the point of it, the story was going to be, yeah, someone claimed that they were an army ranger. Well, they had the tab. They weren't in the unit. And if you ask any person who's not an asshole, the tab is harder to achieve (laughs) than the scroll. (laughs) For sure. Like, this isn't, I mean, the scroll is not easy to achieve, but it's not ranger school. Like, it's not. So, yeah, yeah. um, curious to hear what it is. It's
1: uh it looks like this is from the Washington Post. Uh it was a New Hampshire Senate candidate Cory Corky Messen His name's Corky. Corky Messner.
0: His name's Corky. Corky Interesting. Messner. My name's Cyril, so whatever. Part, part of the voiceover
1: at <laughs> here it says as an army captain and ranger during the Cold War he led our men in our battle against
0: socialism. Socialism. <laughs> I wonder uh Actually, you know what? No, the Vietnam War was fought over communism. So that's fair. But I was about to say, what kind of a, like that just sounds like a campaign. Like, I fought socialism. Like, did you actually like fight? Like, <laughs> No, you did not. <laughs> so it says the facts here, simply put, there is the Ranger School
1: and there is the Ranger Regiment, a Correct. special operations unit. Anyone in the military can attend Ranger School yes. whether or not they've served in the Ranger Regiment. Correct. And that's, I think, the distinction was yep. if you can get your tab, but did you ever serve with uh what is uh one of the uh, battalions yeah one of the yeah, battalions
0: yeah. yep and um if you want to achieve leadership in Ranger regiment you must have tab there are a few people who don't and they're bitch boys to everybody else in their mind i'm not kidding like it is so they're the they would it's a mentality the, you know they would be the the second or first lieutenant is there S one there the the, the, yes
1: colonel they're in the or, supply yeah yeah yes.
0: yeah Yep, and I and I and I. And this is my opinion. Never name names. Just sure. what I observe. Sure. My opinion is, there were a lot of guys who, not even not even were too lazy to achieve the tab, but wanted to stay in the unit. But like maybe we're older, maybe we're and they invested a lot of time and identity into who they were and being a part of this unit. And even though they couldn't achieve the tab, they they would fight tooth and nail to stay. And, and look, at the end of the day, if you fight tooth and nail to stay at a unit, a lot of times you can because if they can just find a place for you and I can forget about you, that'll happen. It can. Um, and we're not talking about lazy people. We're talking about people who do love their job and they're good soldiers. They just, for one reason or another, they can't get through ranger school, but they want to be in ranger regiment. But they're but they're an E six. Sure. How do you do that when you don't have a tab? So yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's just it's just interesting. You know, but so
1: that leads me to my next question: Is that yeah. if, in order to be in the regiment, do you have to go through RASP? Yes, regardless. Regardless. So you could, everybody have, a tab, there. You could have a
0: tab and have to go through RASP.
1: So everybody there's been through a minimum. Yes. RASP. Okay.
0: Yep. And at one point it was RIP. It was three weeks. Okay. Ranger in processing, I think it stood for, and then it went to RASP, which is eight weeks. So you uh, did RASP. RASP. Yes.
1: Then did you go to airborne?
0: Yes. After. Like immediately after? Yep. Okay again the way that i got i wasted so the army wasted so much time training me for what it got out of me <laughs> for sure because because the confusion that whole year of 2013 because of not a lot of 35 golfs going there honestly even the 35 golfs going there like you get a certain type of person in intel not all of them probably less of them will make it through a, a RASP program than an infantry guy right let's not get ourselves
1: so sure.
0: there's just there was just a lot of confusion of like you know, what, what's you supposed analyze. to happen? How do we get your orders? So after RASP, I had to wait a while to get airborne orders. The rest of my class went to airborne first, and I had to wait. Because because if you don't follow, and you know this, everything in the military is so static in one path. If if your route goes outside of it, everything is broken. <laughs> yeah. We can't find your orders. What are you doing here? People like People don't know
1: who you are. Man. Yeah. What the hell are you doing So all here? these
0: infantry guys that march into RASP and airborne and go, no problem yeah but like you're like who are you like so it was just it was interesting um but yeah i did go through airborne airborne is so easy like it's funny it's funny growing up i know i say a lot of tidbits i'm sorry but here's another one it's no, funny it's okay. growing up and especially band of brothers i loved okay oh, do you like that show For yeah sure. yeah yeah. you have this like idea of what airborne school is right And and this is this way in a lot in life you have this idea you're just like oh it's so hard what a badge of honor no <laughs> no. If you can unfearfully get out of the plane and land and walk in, you will pass airborne school, okay? Sure. It's not a selection at all anymore. It's just you know I don't know why it's they a, have airborne it's, it's school. It's gone from a selection to a certification. Correct. I don't know why they have airborne school. I truly who air, who has airborne in anywhere? Since well, they have since Vietnam. They haven't I think they did one jump in Iraq.
1: I think there was I, one I believe jump I in believe Iraq
0: it. one. I believe one. I believe there was only one <laughs> I believe it. Um uh, Right. <clears throat> and look, I think I, the
1: biggest thing about schools, though, is, and you mm-hmm. know, well, I don't know if you know this. Go ahead. When you get to your, when you get to the board to become a sergeant in E5 or an E6, when you start going through that process, I you never, have to get... I never went through that process. So. You have to get points. Mm-hmm. So your PT scores were Yes, so I do points. know that. Yeah. Doing airborne, doing air assault, ranger, yes. pathfinder. And you're on and this those big ass list, right, of, of everybody in the army. Tons of points. Yeah. Right. It, it,
0: and you can jump it, over them. Correct. Right. Yep.
1: yep. So for me, to go from E5... For, from e4 to e5 i had got it a little quicker than everybody else that i had come in with why so they were because of who
0: you are or because they afford you opportunities for points
1: well sure but because i had excellence in cavalry i was the only person so you know how there's an eib
0: oh yes
1: there technically is an okay. excellence in armor and excellence in cavalry and you have to go through oh i did not know that. process holy shit it's not it's not nah, it's not as well known yeah it's yeah. not it's the same exact thing, pretty much. Like, you've got to show weapons proficiency. You have to be athletic. There's so many awards. PC, There's plenty we don't know. So. Tons. But yeah, I, yeah. The only reason why I got it before everybody else did was because I was the only one who could pass excellence in cavalry or excellence in armor.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So wow. that's why I think those schools curious, exist. Curious, what does that take? Do you what mind, do you mind like, it's getting that excellence? the same thing excellence. as excellence in, in you, like, shooting infantry. And- Oh, yeah. yeah, shooting, weapons proficiency, mm-hmm. land nav, being able to call for fire. Okay, yeah, okay. Uh, cons- yep. Cover and concealment. You know, for for cavalry, you have to be able to set up Get your opening. nine line in. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I got you, though. I got it's you. the same process. And then yeah. at the end of it, you do a 20-mile ruck march or, you know, whatever it is to mm-hmm. see who falls out. Yeah. You get smoked the whole time. Yeah. They'll ask you questions. Yeah. You know, hey, can you recite AR670-1? You know yeah, bullshit like right. that. you know if you can get through all that, then you get your EIB or EIA or EIC. Um, and I was the only one who did it. And when they did it for me, we did it in Iraq. Mm-hmm. and we did it with all the tankers. So for me, I was the 19 Delta, that's a cavalry scout, and we always get lumped in with armor. We're yeah. under the armor branch. Um, so anything we do tends to fall under or fall in with tankers. So um, when they did the excellence in armor, they had all the tankers and this one platoon of scouts had to participate in it. And out of all of them, I was the only one that could make it to the end. Oh, nice. And because of that, that's what gave me the extra 50 points, which bumped me to the top of the list over right. the threshold to get my E5 before everybody else
0: did. You being through this process, is there a way to, to, to kind of cheese great people through if they don't have the points? Or is it no? you got go to have no. the points. or There's only one way to do yourself. it.
1: And it's taking those courses. And I forget what they were called, but the Army used to have um, a portal. I'm sure they still have this portal where you, as an NCO, could take these different courses. And they were the same shit you've been drilled into your head the entire time. So AR oh, 670 1, the scout manual, was or even FM- the like, corporate 35? like
0: sex harassment stuff, too. No, no, no. no. Like, like, oh, this no? was oh, specific okay. to your MOS training. Oh, that stuff. makes sense. Because for promotion. Okay, that makes and sense. And
1: you had to pass sense. the test. And there was. There was not a quote-unquote to cheat mm-hmm. but you could print out material. You could reference it while you're taking the test. But for the most part, if you, you either know the material or you don't. Mm-hmm. And I think there was timers on the test that you had to take. I'm oh, so, sure, yeah. So you had to do X just amount just of tests. Yeah, yeah, There's other ways to get points, but the biggest ways to get points, have a good NCOER. Um, yeah. Actually, I don't even know if that was one of them. No, it wouldn't have been because you can't have an NCOER if you're not an NCO yet. Um, but
0: schools, uh, PT tests, the board qualifications, the board. That's so political though. I always heard that that was, political. Uh, no. In what way? Well, cause people are making the decision. Like I know that there's, I, I don't know that much about the board. There's probably like a standard, right? Or things yeah. they're looking for. Right. But you, but there's, they are still making that decision, right? Like they are yeah, still they, they make that decision, decision right? but there's you no, like, still, you still have to, impress. it's not like points or not
1: no no but you have to impress yeah Mm -hmm. if you go in there and they ask you a question and you go uh, it's like an interview that makes sense it is like an interview it's a very grilled oh i'm sure they just grill the shit out of you they ask you all the questions you gotta answer all the questions if you can't then get out come back next month because you suck yeah so
0: yeah airborne wasn't hard man um i don't know if anybody ever listens to this i hope i don't offend people but i'm sure
1: Someone will be offended by anything. What can you so do? Yeah. Didn't... I was
0: the greatest airborne. i whatever, <laughs> guy. But yeah, after that, um, I finally got to my unit. I did two deployments. The first deployment was what we talked about earlier. When you're in regiment, you have that four-four-four cycle. Yeah. Uh, and again, I don't know if it's this way now. Actually, I looked up regiment. I wrote notes. Even before you brought up we were doing this, I was writing notes. I, I think we talked about this many times before when you finally were like, I have... Uh, I'm ready to go to do this. but Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was thinking about just like, oh boy, I lost my train of thought. What was I saying? We were talking about the 444
1: Oh, yeah. So I was yeah, Rangers. I was thinking
0: about just like how different it was. and um, So
1: go into that real quick because obviously mm-hmm. if anybody ever listens to this, they don't know what 444 is.
0: Yeah. So when I was in, oh, and that's what I was saying. I don't know if it's still that way now. That's what I was saying. But when I was in, you, in a calendar year, you'd have three phases. One phase would be deployment. The next phase would be recovery training and then deployment well n- not training for deployment training like like seer training crazy stuff you would go to like oh, gotcha. S- school because you don't get four months off that's not how that works right you get the two weeks it- it's it's less grind because you're not in get ready for deployment mode um but yeah you're still going out to like different you know stuff like that and then the next four is getting ready for deployment
1: And that is specific to, at that point, It's obviously it's classified, but you probably know what region you're going to. Yes. You're training specific to whether it's a dialect or the area. You might not know
0: as the low guy, but someone knows. Yeah, yeah. Someone knows. Yes, yes. Absolutely, for sure. And they're Um, building
1: that training plan, hopefully, to reflect what you're going to encounter.
0: Yes. And in that way, it's actually not... When, when the mil- military is not super practical with a lot of things, and it, that, that's not that bad. Um, but it's just because of the kind of unit they are. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, and that's the thing. So, so counter to that, I was all... in the regular
1: army. I was in the 1st Cavalry Division out of Fort Hood, Texas. And for us, it was one year, one year, one year, one year. So, mm-hmm. one year you would train for your deployment. You would do your deployment for a year. When you get back... There's like, and I was telling it's you this big, earlier. There's like this six tables. week period that everybody they PCS or they ETS or they get their new duty orders or yeah. and then you get not a even bunch go to like not in. even go to
0: like the Sears and trainings and stuff. No, just like no, get, no. This is like all the logistics. Hey, you're going to Fort and, Lewis, right? Or you're going to Fort Drum, Whatever and a bunch be, of people right. from Drum are coming here, resetting and so everything, and then. Although,
1: right. to be fair, Fort Hood is known as the black hole. Like, I, I have met guys oh, that have spent sure. their entire military
0: career at one post. Some people wouldn't hate that. Some people would. <laughs> I wasn't about it. No, no, no. I, I No, it. you're not from there. You don't, you've never struck me as, and you can always correct me if I'm wrong, especially when I'm talking about you, but you never struck me as someone who, like, oh, I'll just sit here and it's fine. Like, no, experiencing is fun. and. Get around and see new places, and like change isn't fearful. I don't think for people like us. So no, no, no I agree. I agree. But that's the difference, though,
1: between right, regular army and your unit is you have a four four four. So you're constantly so constantly. yes, and
0: to that point, that was for infantry, <laughs> right? For you though. So yeah, let me. I'm gonna try to. I've never thought about it in such a contrast to what the infantry guys were doing. So so bear with me as I try to like so. I don't again I'm I'm speaking just from being around them I didn't actually do it but from from what I from what I was around it really did sound like the infantry side of regiment was more of a military structure like you would think like very strict and and there were the combat guys right they have a lot to deal with so like very strict very regimented very you don't want those guys to make mistakes so there's just a certain kind of mentality and training that goes into that and that just wasn't what it was for us like I I felt like a ranger guy enters an infantry unit, and there's such a structure. There's a path. There's like a, the the platoon I went in again. In, Intel was so new and rangers. Even still, um, we had an, a we had a platoon sergeant who wasn't even our MOS. So when I went there, it was more. It was a lot more. Where I was throwing darts at a wall. It wasn't four 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 hard hard hard. We know what we're doing each each you know phase one two and three. It was just you were showing up and. You were, um, the nice thing about being in regiment in my job is we were doing our job every day. Okay. We would not in the regular army. Um, and by that, I don't mean like we were collecting intel in real time and helping people in real time. I was like, we had, because the, the job we had, it took fancy computers and software and you had to have that available to you. And you know, military is always, can't even buy batteries. So, um, <laughs> so we were able to go in and practice our job every day. Um, and that's pretty much what it, it was almost like, a, it was, it was, it was almost like an office job with half the military mindset. Um, like you knew you, you saw to go to PT, you knew you still had to, but yeah, it was, it was different. It wasn't so regimented. Um, our platoon Sergeant knew it wasn't, knew the unit he was in, didn't like that it wasn't. So he, I think the way he adjusted for it was by being a lot of an asshole. Sure. <laughs> I feel like he knew that was coming. Um, And maybe in that way, he tried to keep some, but yeah, it was, it was just, it was just, it was just really different. And you wouldn't know if you were deploying until you like, like you're, you're in first, there's first, second, and third bat, right? First is in Savannah, Georgia, second's in Columbus, Georgia, third's in uh, outside of Seattle, I believe, Washington.
1: Yeah, Fort Lewis. You
0: know, yes, Fort Lewis, correct. Thank you. You know. You knew when your cycle was coming up. You know you're in first bat and we're coming up. That's not what it was like where I was. You you would get there. You'd be new. You knew you'd be on the depth chart because there was only one of us that would deploy each time. And there was 12 or 13 of us. So when you showed up and you didn't have a deployment, you knew that you now were, your name was on the depth chart for deployments. But you had to be selected. And they wouldn't select it. They wouldn't just tell you with first bat and here we go. They would just like... Because honestly, to be to be fair, they had the luxury of choosing the best people out of who they had for my MOS. Because they only want they only had to set one, and so for so that, they would tell you like a month or two before, like, "Oh, you earned it." Like so you know for that,
1: saying? it's funny that you say like you earned it. Like, oh, here you can go to a war zone. This is your reward. Right. But
0: either way, either way, that's how we viewed it. I wanted to. Yeah, I
1: but, think most people do. But yeah, but pulling yourself out excited. of it years later, you're just kind of like,
0: oh, it's fuck. different. It's a weird mentality. <laughs> it is. That is that yo, you know. It's, you know? In a unique perspective. Well my question <laughs> in that is
1: so you were a 35 golf mm-hmm. and there's there's a bunch of SIGIN, so signal intelligence yes. MOSs. So sure. in that group of 12 or 13, were you
0: the only 35 golf? No, that's my platoon. Of okay. So so another thing is, okay, when I say 35 golf was new to Regiment, the job wasn't necessarily new to Regiment. There's a there's also another MOS called 12 Yankee, which is basically it was like a I never really understood what it was. I still don't. And I worked with them. It was basically like a map maker of some sort. They okay. were like, can you Google 12 Yankee real yeah, quick? Yeah, I yeah. don't. Um, let's both do it. Let's see here. Geospatial engineer. There you go. Geospatial. And basically what engineer, they would do okay. is they would take um, different data that overlays like maps and stuff and they would just build things that you needed like if you needed a map that pointed out specific things or like something that would really pop something off so that for whatever strategy or plan you had they would they would build that um, so so most of them were 12 yankees and only some of us were golfs they were transitioning to being 35 golfs from 12 yankee cuz a few of those guys changed their MOS after I had left to 35 golf cuz they were asking for it um so so it was again it was it was just it was because
1: it sounds it like a very different than your, your of bullshit that was
0: very new, so new,
1: and that's why you yeah. had no idea what the hell you were doing. There was, friend.
0: it was, it was way more. And I learned this after the fact. It's way more unstructured than what a lot of my other AIT friends who went to Korea or wherever went through.
1: But but that's because it's it was an established path, and that's ninety percent of the army.
0: Though like linear, static. This yeah, is what right, you're exactly. doing.
1: Yep. You do this for two years. You do this. you <clears> Do that. For me, before I got out, because yeah. I had done two tours, I was an NCO. I was in E five. Uh, I we didn't both did two tours. Go, you much longer. Go ahead. <laughs> I didn't go to the <laughs> E six board because I was getting ready to go out. But had I continued my path, the next step is drill sergeant. Yeah, you, you, you said do, that, you when,
0: and developing purpose and meaning, and like falling short of that, right? Because like between me and you, who are at this current moment irreligious. We understand the value of meaning and purpose, right? But how much, and I have this in my notes. Let me flip my page, if I may. <laughs> sure. Um, let's see here.